the voice in your speakers right now, that's us, Nick and, Nick and Sean Thomas from the HQ Boys, taking the suck out of your Monday on a brand new episode of That Rules, a weekly podcast where we talk about the stuff that we think rules. That Rules is filmed in front of a live internet audience every Monday on twitch.tv slash the HQ Boys. And as always, thank you to Espionage VR uh, for sponsoring this episode of That Rules. If you want to spruce up your look, maybe you want a Final Fantasy eight shirt maybe you want a sly cooper shirt you can go to espionagevr.com use code hq15 to get 15 percent off your order and look sicker than you've ever looked before and as always thank you to elgato for giving us the gear we need to make great stuff for you might i say yeah if you guys missed the pre-show today you missed out you missed out on you'll never understand this You'll never understand it if you weren't there. You'll literally never understand it. Um, like, it's the funniest thing <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Listen, you got you to gotta join the Discord, which there are links for that out there. And then you would know when we go live, as soon as we go live, it's also in the Twitter. And then you can come before the show starts. And all you people that are on podcast services, if you're on YouTube later, I'm looking at you. What's his name? Adam? Jacob? Jason. Chris Long G. Chris Long G. I knew there was a Long G in there. That's, dude, a real human is going to sit at their computer and hear you go, Jacob, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah. bro. But imagine. Yeah. I would know his name. Yeah. If he came to the pre-show where I'm interacting with the, with the kids in the chat. What have I told you? Yeah. That uh, you should give a shit about all of our listeners equally. I think he should give a shit about the Twitch chat because then he would give a shit about this. What if I told you? You met Chris Longji in the Twitch chat. Damn it. One time? Yeah. Well, Chris, here's my formal apology. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's good. We do we do the pre-show and a post-show. Yeah. We do a lot. Varying levels of quality. We on do. Those. That's six shows a week. Yeah. It I mean, is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Um, uh, some catching up. up. <laughs> okay, guys, we gotta be honest with you. The vibes are fucking <laughs> tanked today. Um, what's happening on the computer? You just gave it such a dark look. The vibes are fucking right. What happened over there? I don't know. I, it looks fucked. I can't tell. No, I think we're fine. Anyway, the chats. Sorry, chat listeners at home. Yeah, the vibes are fucked today. We came in the studio. Devin was here this weekend doing something. And he fucked everything up. Everything was a mess. He left. He left everything like half done. It was weird. There's like a mic on the table. It was like ever enough to make me question my reality. <laughs> yeah, like, like I came in and I was like, "What happened? Like, was yeah. somebody in the studio? Yeah, did I leave it like this? Was it me? Yeah." And ever since then, the vibes have just been fucking tanked. So if this is a weird one, sorry. No, I wanted to catch up with you. Okay. And I, I had a really good thought in the shower. Shit. Yeah. Forgot was what it, it was. about Dragon Quest? <laughs> no, it was like something you were talking about. Oh, your wrist. Yeah, Car the carpal boss. Yeah, it's still there. I'm looking at it. It's, oh. Dude, touch it right now, like this. No, dude. No, you watched dude. the guy shoot himself yeah, in the face. Yes, and I've had ten enough. minutes ago. No, enough, just like this, quick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's. Close. I've got a carpal boss. Why? I don't know, dude. It's like. Oh, it's poking out. Look at this. Look at it poke. No. Do you dude. see it? Okay, I'm sorry I asked, dude. Chris, I hadn't heard you. I heard. I hadn't heard you talk about it in a while, so I thought maybe it went away. No. No, it sucks. But I am using um a wrist. Sorry, a wrist pad. How do you like it? 
Well, the pain of the carpal boss has subsided a bit uh, during non-strenuous activities. Okay. When I try to, like, get myself out of bed, Mm -hmm. it kind of hurts just because I'm a weakling. But the other day, I yesterday, I forgot to set up my wrist pad again because I had moved it to make room for my drum machine because I'm making music again. Nice. Different different subject. But <clears throat> I went to use my keyboard and the thing wasn't there. And I was like, holy shit, how did I go this long with my wrist plunging into the earth? Yeah. And my hand reaching for the heavens. Yeah. That's not natural. And it's it's what caused this guy, the carpal boss. Um, for those of you at home that don't have the the visual cues listening on podcast services, I've got this fucking protruding bump coming out of my wrist. I think it's a bone. I don't know. It looks like the alien from Spaceballs or whatever is going to pop out of my wrist. If you guys missed last week's episode, yeah, we had on our first guest ever on that rules. Wow, true. D-Wiz and Cyberbonds. Check that episode out. It's up everywhere. Of the chat fame. Yeah. But I want to tell you guys an embarrassing story. Okay. I'm like half asleep on Instagram the other day. Okay. I don't remember if it's at night or in the morning. Maybe both. And I am just flipping through Instagram. And I my, my Instagram usage is pretty limited. I watch like one to two stories and then I tap out. I'm like, why did I even open the app? Instagram you know? is completely worthless. And yeah. I... I open it up and I'm I'm tapping through a story and I think I'm looking at Cyberbones story. Cool. Because I'm looking at a photo of Cyberbones. Yeah. And I reply, I love you. Because he's like playing some arcade game. What if I told you it was D Wiz's story? Ah. Uh, and I said But it that was Cyber? It was a photo of Cyberbones. That you were loving him. And and I just I sent it, wasn't <clears throat> thinking. I went back to whatever I was doing, which was either sleeping or gaming. And next day. D Wiz replies, "We love you too, haha." And I just sit there looking at my phone, cringing in like, agony. Yes, and I was just like, "How do I explain this?" Yeah, and so I said, "I thought I was messaging Cyberbones." Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, to you. Yeah, and she was like, "LMAO," and I was like, ah. "You don't believe me," <laughs> but I thought I was talking to Bones. Wow, rough. That's like when you screenshot the text and you're trying to send it to your friends, but you send it to the person you're talking to. You send it to the person you screenshot it. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, one time. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was, I need to know. One time. Yeah. This isn't, no, I, I don't, no, I really don't think. Come on, dude. I was, <clears throat> I don't think, I don't, <laughs> listen, I've got a different embarrassing story. That sucks. Yeah. Hopefully they know that you didn't, that you thought you were talking Look, to Look, all, all I'm saying is after the bonding session we had. Exactly. They should know. Yes. I'm not trying to be weird on Maine. No. I mean, I was trying to be weird to Cyberbones, I guess. And that's fine. We but wouldn't be weird I'm not like that to do as I'm not trying to be weird to the dark weird. wizard. Yeah. And after we met him, like I know. I know. You grieved it. I know. <laughs> Accidentally. I know. I'm surprised she showed up today. Well, I'm glad she did, because she told me that Utah's got the death penalty, but we'll get to that later. Um <clears throat> Dude, I've got an embarrassing dude, tale. Stop clearing your throat into the mic. <laughs> <You> know, <huh? clears> throat> I've got a story. 
Listen, I've got an embarrassing story that I didn't know if I wanted to tell. And honestly, if you are squeamish, consider skipping ahead. It's not that bad. I just, I don't know people's limits. You're not, you're not going to have an issue with it. I don't know people's limits. It's honestly not that bad. I have, strap in, it starts now. I have what I call TD. Terminal dandruff. Okay. Okay. I, you know, I suffer with it. Yeah. I've always had it. I've tried a million different things. Yeah. Shampoos don't really work like special shampoos or whatever. Yep. I think I think it's gotten worse because of the hard water mm. in LA. Like I don't think I was dealing with it as much yep. back home. And it just sucks of like, you know, I've tried different stuff, I've looked it up, whatever. Recently I tried an apple cider vinegar mm. solution. I've tried it myself. On makes, your head. It makes your head smell so fucking bad. Dude. I felt so violated. <laughs> I'm in the shower. I'm like, okay, I gotta figure. I like had gone to the store and I bought a bottle of apple cider vinegar. Yep. And I was like, I'm really gonna like give this a go. And I, I, I've smelled it before, so I like know it's not great. Yeah. Oh, it's different when it's like in your fucking head. Yeah. So I'm in the shower and it's like I, I had read the article online and it was like do like two to three tablespoons and I like went and got a measuring cup and like did with water. I just like figured out how much it was and then like brought this little plastic thing I found upstairs and I like filled the thing up and I'm in the shower and it said mix it with warm water. Mm. And it also said if you want to mix it with essential oils to like subdue the smell, you can do that. But they didn't have essential oils capitalized and I thought that was a brand, Mm. but it seems like essential oils is not a brand. Yeah, News to me. But I'm in the shower and I pour my little cup of thing and I get the, the hot water in there and I'm swirling it around and I'm starting to smell it. And I was like, this is not going to be great, yeah. but I'm here and I'm desperate because of the TD. Let's give it a go. And it said online to like pour it on your head, scrub it in. And I bought this like, it's actually really cool. It's this little scrubber thing that's got these, this like, uh, it's like this silicone like spikes. So you can like kind of scrub your head better. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to pour it on my head, scrub it in, leave it there for three minutes, and then wash it out. I fucking pour it over my head, dude, and I thought I was going to cry. I felt it was like the most putrid, rancid smell. Yeah, It's like pouring down like the sides of my head and like my forehead a little bit, and I'm just standing in the shower like <laughs> – like disgusted, like a little nauseous. Like I'm like, holy – like this is – in me and on me now it's like everywhere and the shower smells like it now like i did not <laughs> like i i knew it was going to smell i did not expect it to be this jarring of an experience yeah and it just fucking rocked me and i'm like scrubbing it and i'm trying to hold my breath and like breathe through my mouth but it's like kind of pouring on my face and so my eyes are closed and like i could just i could feel it was so weird i could feel my body like shrivel into itself and i was just standing like feeling sorry for myself like in the shower that's funny just fucked and i just like left it there i let the song finish because i was like it's got to be a three minute song i like let it play into the next song just in case it was a shorter song but i was like so out of it i just couldn't fucking deal and i like wash it out everything smells i'm like scrubbing my body with my body wash i get out of the shower i like open my window 
turn the fan on. I'm spraying this like room spray I have from Bath and Body Works in the room, shutting the door. Never want to smell it again. And then I took a shower today and I like smelled it a little bit in the shower. But dude, just standing there alone, the apple cider vinegar rushing, it, like making my scalp itchy, smelling bad. When I did it, I did feeling not, violated. I did not pour that much on my head. I put it in a spray bottle and diluted it and you like spray it around your head and you have uh, to sit there outside of the shower uh, which interesting. sounds about a million times better than your your version. i just i was standing there I, the water wasn't running on my head it was like behind me yeah and i just like poured it on my head i poured it around slowly yeah i wouldn't have been better if it was fast i like yeah. it was bad both ways yeah and i was just like like i'm gonna fucking puke Oh, it's like such a sinister, evil smell. Now, I don't even know if it fixed it. Like, I've got, I've been having like a weird dry skin issue on my face that I'm, I'm dealing with in a different way. But like, I can't even really tell. And then, dude, I go to, I took a shower last night, and I'm like, fuck, my fucking pillows are gonna smell like this if I sleep in my bed now. And I didn't do my laundry today. Didn't wash my sheets. Like, I, I, like, went to bed, and I was like, these are going to smell tomorrow. I got to, like, wash my sheets. But I don't know. It was messed up. I feel like the apple cider vinegar thing did help me for a little bit. But it did was you like, do it often? Uh, no. You're, like, not supposed to. I wouldn't sure. think so, yeah. Um, But I, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. I was like, oh, I'll just have, evil juice. have danger for the rest that of That is life. evil apple juice. Straight up. Like, I was like, damn, like, I would rather have TD than do this again. But I guess the search continues for the solution. I don't know. The search it, is on. The search is on. It was fucked, though. So that's why that sucks. And my embarrassing story to match yours. Yours is worse. Yours is public. My, I was yeah. just feeling sorry for myself in my shower. Yeah, mine is mine is not great. Yeah, the dandruff thing blows. Yeah. But you want to know what's great about the dandruff thing? The only good thing is I know a lot of fucking people who have it. Mm. I don't want to air them out, but a friend of ours has it too. Asked me about it all the time. Who? Literally just said, I don't want to air them out. You could tell me though. I will tell you after the show is over. <laughs> okay. What if I told you that? Okay. Anyway. I'll take that. Um, You've been watching Worlds? A little. Not really. Because okay. I basically go to bed when it's starting. A few and nights I, I went to bed wicked early and woke up and watched it like all day. Yeah. It's been pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of... A lot of different comps. We're talking yeah. about League of Legends, by the way. Lots of lots of enchanters bought. A lot of it. And like a lot of people playing Lucian Nami, which makes sense with the Lucian buff. Dude. I did not expect Yumi to be played so much and to be the first champ picked in Worlds at all. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that blows. Here's the thing about playing enchanters. Yeah. In my Ela, super unrewarding. Because the whole point is buffing your AD carry. But what if I told you I don't trust that guy? Yeah. You know? Like, Even when it's me. Like, I would just rather I would just rather play a tank. Yeah. And just run at him. Yeah. Um, Chad Alistar. You ever heard of a Chad Janna? Marissa. Marissa Mushy is really good at Janna. Okay. Okay. Um, but, and the play that Zach did at, like, MSI with double F where mm. he got a pentakill. Kind that might have been Janna. It was Janna. Yeah, yeah. It was Janna Jinx. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, <clears throat> no, I haven't really been watching Worlds except for whatever game is on when I wake up. The schedule is so dumb. I'm actually so glad they're doing it in NA next year. I can't wait. Because, like, 
What the fuck Dude, is 4 that? 4 a.m.? Here's what I want to know. And like, you know, they they have to do it for where the players are. Yeah. So that the players aren't playing at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. to like accommodate us. But where is the most viewership? China. Damn it. China and Korea, all fuck. Asia. I don't know what the time is what the time slot is there. They but just have to do it wherever the players are. It's gotta be better. When I watched Worlds, <clears throat> when I watched Grand Finals of Worlds when I was in Japan, I was watching it at like 11 at night and that was great yeah like i would so four, much dude, rather watch it then. 4 a.m to noon or whatever the actual worst thing for me it's been fucking my sleep schedule up only a little bit because i'll i would pro- I probably i like routinely go to bed at like anywhere from like two to three yeah but i that's so close to when i could just log in to get the drops right i wish they would just run the stream from three i know but they run it from 3 30 and i'm like god is it 3 30 yeah um, so like last night i was up until 3 30 yeah strictly to log in to get the drops and the drops are so ass now mm-hmm. the drops were like cracked the first day I was like holy shit i got a skin everything yeah i've gotten the same summoner icon like four times in a row same probably more i um i fully didn't i my computer was off two nights ago mm-hmm. i watched the game some of the games this morning but yesterday i just was like fuck it i don't even care about the drops like i'm yeah. going to bed you're just gonna give me the blue hype pengu emote again, mm-hmm. like I, and dude, I've gotten this like MF icon a million times. She's like got a microphone or something. Like, I got the Kaisa icon a bunch of times. Oh, I'd like that one. The, I just keep. Giving you you haven't one. seen the Kaisa not again one. She's like holding like the, I have that emote, the bangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they just they just keep giving me bullshit. But uh, it's been cool. It's nice to watch pro league again, like we talked about last week. Um, so you or two weeks ago, I guess. I don't think I've watched. I watched one SKT game, but so you've watched Damwon and SKT both. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to win? Having seen both of them, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. SKT's got Faker, and he's like kind of the man. <laughs> yeah. Damwon has not lost a game yet. Well, SKT really? has. Damwon's entire team is kind of cracked. All of those dudes mm, are world champions. Khan wow. is Khan is maybe not, but I think he is. Okay. That's a top laner. SKT, I did not know this. Their jungler and AD carry are rookies. Oh, really? Owner and and Yumagushi. Mm-hmm. Yumagushi. Gushi. Those dudes are insane. They're like I couldn't believe they were rookies because I've been watching them for like a couple weeks. Yeah. And I just found out they were rookies like last night or two nights ago. And they're, it's absurd, like the way these kids play. But I don't know. Damwon is like the only game that has felt really close with Damwon mm-hmm. was the Cloud Nine game where Cloud, or yeah. Yeah, it was, was a Cloud Nine game. Yeah. Um, That's a really bad one to be close, though. Yes. And they, they had just stomped everyone else, like Chinese teams and shit. So I don't know. I and, and it's not like I'm very biased because what I say doesn't matter, but I did pick damn one as like the winner thing for to get a reward if you're right or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're fucking crazy. Like they the it's the same roster as last year when they won, except for their top laner. But their top laner was FPX's top laner, I think, when FPX won. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So like they're all fucking cracked. Yeah. Like, and the kid's name is Ghost, and the, the mid laner's name is Showmaker. Yeah. 
and he's just in all chat, <laughs> like to everyone, like, man. And, and it's, and, and I've been, I've been like tapped in. I think I was saying it a couple of weeks ago. I've been watching the tracking the pros thing. Yep. And it's crazy just to see them all have to play with each other. Yeah. Like you get a game and it's like Alfari, Showmaker, Yumagushi, all on one team. And you're like, how are you guys losing yeah. <laughs> like in this game? Like what is going on? That's funny. Um, but I mean, SKT looks strong too. The uh, the Edward Gaming guys look pretty good. Also. I saw, I well, two things. The mid laner for Edward Gaming is like Faker's like, like a Padawan. Like, Protégé. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I saw a really interesting stat that I think every every world that Faker has been to, mm-hmm. they get out of groups and maybe go like maybe go like six zero or something in the group stage. Faker's built different. It's crazy, and he's really nice too. Everybody like fucking loves Faker, dude. It was so sick. Uh, he had an interview yesterday after they won, and I'm sure this is like, I'm sure this is just normal. But I hadn't ever really watched an interview with him. And so Lore is asking him questions. It's getting translated to him. And he's answering the translator and going back. And then the last question was she was like, hey, everyone around the world is like obviously super excited every time you come to Worlds. Which that is so crazy that like – like I get goosebumps thinking about like this dude is just like the face of like League of – like pro League of Legends. Yeah. To the point where when he goes to Worlds, it's like a worldwide – like phenomenon to like get behind. Um, And she's like, you know, you're finally back. We're all really excited. Happy to have you here. Is there anything you want to say to the international fans? And he just ripped it in English. He was like, I fucking love you guys. I love being here. I want to perform for you, whatever. And I was like, dude, that's sick. Did you know everything she said in the first four questions also? (laughs) But it was just, it was just really cool. He does, he does seem like the man. Um, the what have I told you? Faker's favorite K-pop group is Red Velvet. Okay. Do I know them? Uh, Which song do they I do? I played a song for you the other day. I don't think you'd know the name of it though. Oh. He also Faker and T1 sang a song with BTS. Wow. That's <laughs> that pretty is, sick. That is something. Um yeah, man, it's been it's been pretty cool. Hundred Thieves got got fucking bopped. Because dude, they they got knocked out playing SKT. They had to play Faker's team first their first game in groups yeah, and got eliminated. But yeah. like, obviously yeah. what are you going to do? It's fucking SKT. Jensen's not faker or not. What's his name? Abadaga's not faker, even though they want to call him faker doggy or whatever. Yeah. It's not quite the I same. Wouldn't, I, oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. I didn't get to tell you this yesterday. I played clashed with Nolan and Susan and them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because the MMR, everyone was on their mains. It's all fucked. It's like, we played against a master's tier <laughs> support, but then you were playing support. Yes. So I'm, sh- and his whole champ pool, my champ pool, Pike, Thresh, Blitzcrank, Rel, like yeah. this is fucking dog shit. But he went mid. Thank fucking God. Mm. Um, but I was sitting there like, I, <laughs> like, what am I going to fucking do? What can I possibly do against this guy? Mm-hmm. And that just made me think about how it must feel to play against Faker. Oh, it must worse. feel impossible. Dude, there there's a kid, I forget which one it is, and I like just watched this interview. There's a dude on one of these teams. Maybe Fnatic. No, nah, I think it's I think it's one of the Chinese teams. I don't know. There's a kid on one of these teams mm-hmm. who 
got promoted to the main roster mm -hmm. 16 hours before their first Worlds game. Good luck, dude. It, it was Fnatic. Was it, it? It was Fnatic because Fnatic did a uh, – they basically like tanked their whole like their whole fucking roster mm. and promoted a bunch. It actually caused a lot of fucking issues in, in the Fnatic community. I've been seeing there's like Bwipo drama with his girlfriend. I can't yeah. – I haven't figured out the whole story yet. I can give you the TLDR. That happens. I've, I don't know how many people, but a bunch of their roster got like exploded and changed like like 12 was, hours before. Was his role shift part of that or has he no. been – he's been no, the he, jungler he's, for a bit. He's been the jungler for a bit. Okay, okay. Um, but basically they they blow the roster up like right before the group stage or whatever. And Blippo was so fucking mad that he unfollowed the management, the management. and Fnatic. And his girlfriend did the same. And for whatever reason, some interview of Blippo's got misconstrued, I think. And everybody, the whole fucking community started attacking his girlfriend, being like, you're the reason that Blippo is like distracted and blah, blah, blah. And then she like went private and then he released a, like a whole twit longer. Twit longer, yeah. Did you read it? No. I saw it on yeah. a stream. So it was only there for a second. He, he basically said like, yo – my girlfriend is the only reason that Fnatic made it to Worlds because he, he was like, I wanted to quit so many fucking times. Mm. And she was – I, I would tell her what was wrong. She properly diagnosed what was wrong with the team and then I took it to the team and we fixed it. And he was like, don't give her shit because I unfollowed the – because people think that like she's distracting him, putting things in his ear, making him unfollow the team. Like it's a whole fucking thing. And it's so bad that he's like taking a break from like League of Legends and like playing mm -hmm. to try to go like fix his relationship with her. People are fucking did you dumb. Did you see his interview from their games yesterday? Mm -hmm. He got asked about this. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, basically like I'm trying to be a little better about – my communication with my team and management, whatever. And he was like, you know, they said, Hey bro, like you can talk to us. Like you can talk to your girl, like mm -hmm. if you want to, that's fine. But like, if you have issues with us, like talk to us and let's sort it out. And, and he was like, you know, so I'm going to be doing that more. And I like have been doing that more and it's been helpful. And he was like, and, uh, in, ter in terms of like my relationship with the management or whatever, someone suggested I play ARAM with them. So I like did, and you could just tell that he was like kind of holding back how he felt about having had to do that or something. Cause imagine you have fucking beef with someone and you got to play the worst and game you have to play ARAM with them Dog with shit. your fucking management of your league team. And you're the pro league player like that fucking sucks, dude. And all of EU is like fucked right now. Like G2 like publicly executed their roster. I still haven't watched that video that you sent. I got to watch it. You even requested I sent I it know. to him. Yeah. Carl, it's just a two-minute video of him just publicly releasing like four players or three players or something. Who didn't get canned, do you know? I think the jungler. No. I think the top laner and the mid laner. I think Caps and I forget the other guy didn't get released. What seems reckless on? G two, he got G two, yeah. he got cut. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's cool to be tapped in. There's something going on, like basically every day. I think there's two days off now. I think the games start up again on Friday, and oh, okay. now we're in the quarterfinals, so it's best of fives. Okay. For, like the whole weekend, NC9's the only team that made it out of groups from NA.
And you know what I was thinking about? Yep. You know how we thought Blabber was the only one? Yeah. Vulcan is from Canada, which is N.A. Yeah. But he's French-Canadian. He's like the He is from the continent that the team is registered to. Hardly. That's all I'm saying. Um, but when we say when we say NA, we mean you, you're putting you an American in, flag yeah. on the back of your American. jersey, you know. And he doesn't. He's got two flags. One of which I don't know what it is. I think it's the Quebec flag, but I'm not sure. Uh, but they're the only team to have done it since 2018. Yeah, and it was them before. Mm. So they're here. Yeah, I don't think Liquid's ever made it out. And I think I think TSM has though. I don't know, but I did see some liquid tweets today that were like, this is how it always is. Like we go three, three and then lose. It's like we play better. Like, Yeah. But there's a couple of things like a, like liquid had just like such a fucking shit group draw. I've been thinking a lot about this. thinking a lot about this, just the way like tournaments work specifically like, and this happens in like fighting games, happens in everything where there's a bracket. You might just lose. Because you had a shit matchup, you know? Now, get a load of this. Yeah. You're saying Liquid had a, had a bad group. I'm, I'm saying, well, yes. Liquid had a bad group. Obviously, C9 had a bad group, too. C9 had to play Dam 1 and made it. And 100 Thieves had to play T1. And those are like it. the two teams. Yeah, that's true. But but there are... I saw, I saw a tweet that I didn't like fully dive into, but... I there's something about the there's something about how TI works versus how worlds works where like single elimination something or other it's just like kind of dumb but my other point is the way brackets work is just so fucking stupid like I don't know like a better way to do it maybe a point system is better but like just the fact that you just like play against like a set amount of teams and then like you can just like fucking lose you know like I feel like you know let's say like if Damwon, for instance, or even like FPX. FPX just got like fucking booted and like based off of like one game basically, you know? Did you uh, – something I learned the other day. Do you know how they were determining who played against each other in tiebreakers? Really interesting. Oh, it was like time time of, of speed of match completion. Shortest victories, yeah. So yeah. if you won faster, yeah, you were a higher seed. That's cool. Yeah. That's like Chad mode. Yeah. Like you guys shit on these kids in 18 minutes? Fine. You get a better match for your tiebreaker. Yeah. FPX went like oh six or something. Yeah, they got they were lost. It was, it was rough. And they were they're all world champions. For because two years ago and then their top laner was Damwons from last year. Yeah. And oh six happens. You can't take one game off of someone. I don't know. I don't know who's in their group. <clears throat> An American team. <laughs> one there was one American team, so uh, was it Hundred Thieves? Maybe. Not sure. Anyway, you have it that rules. I do. What is it? So I've been watching a lot of documentaries and docu-series. So that's my that rules, documentaries and docu-series. Sometimes I just want the tea on some shit. Yeah. And watching a documentary or something is great for that. This week, the past like two days or something, Mm -hmm. I've watched on HBO the Woodstock 99 documentary which was so incredibly fucking dark. Mm. Big Nick and Dev watched it recently. That's what kind of put me onto it. Holy shit. 
So you know about Woodstock 99? That's where they had like DMX, yeah. Rage Against the Machine, yeah. Metallica. Yeah. You're getting the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting, you're, you're seeing yeah. the picture. Yeah. Yeah, it went, it went bad, fast, downhill. Mm-hmm. I would recommend watching this documentary. Okay. Um, anyone. Except for maybe squeamish people. But if you know with the dangerous story, it's worse than dangerous story. Um, but it was making me think a lot about how many music documentaries I used to watch mm. also. Like, even though, and I know Martin's going to come for me, even though Metallica's St. Anger isn't the best album in the world <laughs> mm. or the best Metallica album, the documentary about it is really interesting. My dad had it on DVD. My dad just had a lot of, like, music mm. documentary type shit. And I'm watching it. I'm watching the Metallica on the Woodstock thing. I'm like, man. And I'm seeing just like, this is like my, kind of my first time seeing Metallica in a documentary setting since the St. Anger thing, I guess. So it was just making me think about the St. Anger doc. And it, fuck, it was cool. I like want to watch it again because I haven't seen it in so long. Um, and I just like was thinking about, um, Dan, there was some other, my dad had some other like music documentary. I can't remember right now, but the Woodstock one is really cool, especially for like people our age, because even though that was in 99 and we were still kids, like that is the music we grew up on. Yeah. And we know about Woodstock because like it was just this like cultural thing. Yeah. And this like, like just everyone fucking knows. So it was really interesting to see all these dudes talk about participating in Woodstock 99. Mm. Um, and and how they felt about Woodstock 69 and how they knew that the audience of 99 was not in tune with the original uh, vibe. Yeah. Yeah. As evidenced by the way that everything went down. I won't I won't spoil what happens because you're just watching it and your jaws dropping and it's spiraling out of control in front of you and you're like, well, obviously this happened this way. Like, how did no one see that this was going to happen? So I watched that. That was great. And then I watched, I was on HBO from watching the Woodstock thing. And I kept getting recommended on my homepage, this documentary called The Way Down. And it's about this woman. Have you seen this yet? Mm-hmm. It's about this woman who started a cult, but a Christian religious thing about about like losing weight. So she was like, it's three episodes and there's two more episodes coming out next year. Not sure why they did it that way. My theory is that something happened mm. and they were like, like something happened as they were finishing making the documentary and they were like, oh fuck, mm. because the way that it ends is the way that it begins where you learn that the, the leader is dead, mm. the leader of the cult. It's like, they say that. This mm-hmm. is the first thing they say in the doc. But, dude, cults are crazy. Yeah. And religious people are kind of crazy. And, dude, I need you to – I just – I'm going to show you what this woman looks like really quick um, because it is going to make you realize just how crazy people are. And I'll show the camera this as well. Uh, this is what she looks like. Jesus, dude. That's what right she actually looks I'm like. I'm not kidding. That is what she looked that like. That looks Look. like a cartoon. No, I know, I know, I know. This is this is her at the deposition. Oh, and so basically, 
basically the way down. It, she Dude, had a, it, it was a haunting <laughs> image on the camera because it was like kind of blurry. Holy fuck. She had a book. She had a book forever ago called The Way Down, but way was spelled like how much do you weigh? And she her stance is basically like you're addicted to food. Knock it off. Be addicted to God instead. And fucking everyone in the world was like, yeah, hell yeah. And everyone lost weight. And it was crazy. But a lot of dark twists and turns in this one. And I was just fucking soaking it all up. I loved it. It's like, cause here's the deal. You know, when you're, you know, sometimes you just want to watch just bad fucking like TLC shows, just like yeah. Z tier garbage television. And it's reality TV I'm talking about. And you're sitting there like really trying to believe that this shit is real, but you're like, no way this isn't fucking scripted. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like a prison, like in the, in the pre-show we were talking about prisons. I, was, I watched this prison show a couple months ago. I just watched the first episode because it was starting to become very hard to believe. The premise of the show is they sent normal people in. Scared uh, straight. No, no, no. No, no, no. They, they sent normal people in to be fucking spies in the prison because they were like, hey, they're like the warden was like, hey, I've got some issues. I've got a drug issue. I don't know how the drugs are getting in. I've got a like a. Like a, like a violence issue. I don't know where they're getting the weapons. And I've got this like weird like economic issue or something. And so I'm sending you guys in to figure out what's going on. And like no fucking way the spies are are living for, for more than a week in this place. Yeah. And like one of the dudes is like – one of the dudes in this show – is like this old guy who like used to be a private investigator and he like thinks he's the fucking man. He like thinks he's Chuck Norris or something. He's like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to fucking find the drugs. Like I'm going to find the fucking drugs. And he goes in and then they're like on the next episode, watch this. And it's him like sprinting across the cafeteria. He's like, I'm going to blow this whole thing up. I'm going to tell everyone what's really going on with me as if like he's going to reveal he's the spy and not get killed or something like it was really weird so i was just sitting there like man i fucking wish i could believe that this was true or i knew 100 percent like this wasn't scripted or something and that's what's great about the documentaries because they're just giving you the facts it's not scripted i mean maybe they're fake in the interviews or something but that would be sad if they were and so this thing takes fucking it's dark and i love watching crazy religious people it's so dark it's so dark to me and I know it's bad to find pleasure in, in seeing the dark stuff. I don't want, there's, there's some, there's some unfortunate violence in this documentary and I'm not in love with that. Wow. And, and like mental abuse really, but, and I'm not in love mental with that violence. <laughs> mental violence, but <laughs> psychic damage, but just seeing like, and, and in my last documentary that I'll tell you about, you'll understand what I'm, what I'm saying. Just seeing people act up. Why are you doing that? How are how are people? And my last documentary, Lula Rich. I watched the whole thing oh, last nice. night. I watched all four episodes <laughs> nice. last night, dude. How are people? When did you sleep? At like six a.m. Because I basically last night I was gaming with Billy. Yeah. And then Billy was going to bed. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, it's twelve. And so that meant it was a little too late to go to bed and wake up for the games at 4 a.m. Yeah. But I wanted to watch them because the first game was Mad Lions versus Gen G. Mm. And I was like, that'll be a cool game. Yeah. And uh, so it's like 12. It's like too late to go to bed. Sorry. Yeah. Too late to go to bed. 
but like, I'm not really tired either. And so I read a little bit of Dune, which mm. I'm almost done with. And then I'm going to see the movie and then that's going to be a topic. Spoiler alert for a future that rules episode. Nice. Um, and then it was one. And I was like, cool, I've got four 45 minute episodes and I need to get to 4 a.m. Yeah. I had just given up on sleeping. Yeah. I'll watch Lula Rich until the games start. And I did yeah. that and it was perfect. The last episode ended at 3.55. I nice. got up, turned the thing on, on, on my computer. So I get the drops worthless by the way. Yeah. And, and then I watched the world's games, but dude, I was watching the rich last night. Yeah. First of all, I do not have a memory of real life. Seeing those pants. I do for sure. Where were you seeing them? Cape Cod everywhere, bro. And that makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's, I wasn't looking down enough. There's literally no way some woman didn't come to the fucking Rite Aid wearing them. Like, You're, 100%. It's got to be true. At the Cumbies. For sure. In the Cape Cod Mall. They were fucking everywhere. These are like the worst pants I've ever seen. So, if so you guys don't know, Sean almost got roped into a pyramid scheme last month. And so we've been talking about that on and off like every week. Uh, because it's like the most interesting thing in the fucking world. And he watched this documentary called Lula Rich about the Lula Row pants clothing pyramid scheme multi-level marketing thing. Recommended it to me. Now here I am to tell you about it as part of my documentary episode topic on that rules. Holy shit. These people are fucking something else, dude. Dude, how about that one lady who's still in it? Still in it. And was like in love with it. Happy as a I'm going to do it as long as they'll let me. She said, that, huh? that was a crazy little twist. So Cause, cool. Cause when she was talking, you're like, yeah, what's, what's wrong with this lady? Like she seems like she's still kind of in it. She was the only one that never said like she wasn't using past tense, but they yeah. weren't obvious about yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and then she was like, I'm gonna do it as long as they let me. I was like, what did you say? Um, other favorite part of mine, and then we'll talk a little bit more about MLMs. They're interviewing the owners, the man yeah. and the woman, yeah, whose names I forget because I watched this at three in the morning. It doesn't fucking matter. Lou and LaRoe. And they say, you know, one of your, one of your businesses, like core values and yep. like talking points and something that you seem to be pitching is empowering women. Tell us more about that. Uh, a very innocent question. They, they didn't frame this question in a bad way. This was still when they were like giving the owners the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. The woman starts to respond about empowering women. Not two words in to the sentence. The husband goes, um, excuse me. <laughs> Do you mind if I say something about this? And like taps yeah. her and holds her hand. She's like, oh, okay. And he goes on to say some fucking bullshit, whatever. Yeah. And that just like cracked me like the iron. Like he's got no clue. I wonder if she has any clue. I hope the fucking camera crew is sitting there like, yeah, we got the shot. Like, it's yeah. fucked. So you want to know what uh, Lula Rowe and The Way Down have in common? A certain state that we love. Utah. Utah, baby. Because that guy was a Mormon. Mm -hmm. And the fucking the fucking way down, some of those people, there, there's like some weird Mormony type stuff going on. But it's also this like other church that's like worse, like really fucking weirdo like church shit. Um, but dude, just sitting there junked out. Me junked out for two nights in a row watching just like any documentary. I really, you changed my life the other day when you said you're going to let any marketing affect you. 
Yeah. I have let myself go. I'm <laughs> just flying by the seat of my pants. Yeah. Anything that comes across my screen that I'm interested in, yeah, baby, let's do it. Well, that's good because you have such horrible analysis paralysis. So bad. So now you can and so now I'm it. just watching watching shit that everyone else wants me to watch Attack on Titan, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I'll watch LuLaRoe. <laughs> to quote to tough. quote Dev, just watch it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do to it. To quote Nike. <laughs> Just do it. Um, you got any, you like any documentaries? You like them? Do you like them in general? And then I'll ask specifically. I like documentaries. Cool. Uh, I don't really watch a ton, uh, but I was thinking last night, kind of coincidentally, Raja posted a video that was like a fan edit of, because she's like getting ready to tour again. <laughs> and it was a fan edit of all of the tour documentary stuff that I shot for her that oh. somebody just like chopped up. That's cool. And I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. And I should go back and watch those. I'll yeah. probably be very upset at my editing. Um, but no, I don't. I'm trying to think. Lula Rowe was kind of actually a really cool thing, a League of Legends thing. What was the show on Netflix where Riot was featured? LCS was featured? Oh, my goodness. You know? Yeah. What is it called? I don't know. Someone in the chat knows, I'm sure. Um, but that was pretty cool. And that was really sick to see like a League of Legends thing. That was really cool to see like Rick Fox and all of them, that kind of shit. I want to watch the, the Michael Jordan one now that it's on Netflix too. Not League of Legends Origins. No, no, no. It, it's like, it, it's like a series called like seven, seven, seven days, seven days or something. Seven days to, to go or something like that. Look at like Netflix. Document. Seven days out. Seven days out. Yeah. Is that a is it. a documentary series about sports? A bunch of different shit. Bunch of shit. Like I think I think all competitions. Anything stuff. that's gonna happen in seven days, yeah. they could do an episode on. Yeah, that's cool. And there was another one that was about that. It was a part of a bigger series that some big company that does it did a thing on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And and they took they they focused on like different stuff. One thing was about astrology. One thing was about Esports, I forget mm. what it is. Um, I feel like the closest thing I get to watching like documentary stuff that often, I don't know if this really counts, but the score esports mm. does mm. like a ton of stuff that is super interesting to me because it's like the craziest fucking clickbait where it's like the story of Aframu. I'll, I'll actually never forget this. I don't know if I've ever told Zach this. He doesn't listen to the show, so he won't know. I didn't know fucking shit about this dude, and we're in Korea and we've become friends. And I went to bed one night and I was like, I don't, I want to know about this guy, but I don't really want to ask him because it's a lot of stuff I should know already, you know, as like, everyone else knows, everybody knows. And I've worked with him for like a year now. So I watched the score esports, the story of Aphromoo. And the really crazy thing was that I'll tell you what, if you want to know anything about Zach, watch that thing. Because when Big Nick interviewed him, spoiler alert, when Big Nick interviewed him, he was pulling answers out of the video. It's like, yeah. it's like, what was the first game you played? I played Diablo 2 with my dad. And yeah. I was like, huh? <laughs> that was in the I've video. This. Dude, I'll never forget. I, I was sleeping in the room that they were scrimming in. They was like, they were scrimming and there was a bedroom off of the side. And I'm just sitting there on the side of my bed watching the story of Aphromoo. Um, you just unlocked actually the prequel to my topic. You know how I said two nights ago I watched the Woodstock thing? Mm -hmm. I keep wanting to say, I'm just going to say it so I, it's out of my my body and brain. Yeah. Keep wanting to say Hollywood Undead documentary. They were not a part of it. At all. No. It's the Woodstock 99 documentary. I don't know why I'm thinking about Hollywood Undead. We can call it the Hollywood Undead Two nights ago, I watched Hollywood Undead yeah. and The Way Down. And then last night, I watched Lula Rich. The night before, mm -hmm. I watched 
the score esports, what what happened to Uzi? Mm. And mm. I'll tell you what, if you play League of Legends and you've heard about Uzi and you don't know that much about him except for that he is like the best AD carry and one of the best League of Legends players of all time, go watch the score thing on him because it's fucking awesome. That guy's the man. Yeah. I want him to come back. I don't know. I don't know, like, if there are full games of his I should watch because, like, that's how fucking sick he is or whatever. But the probably the YouTube video about him, it's like 30 minutes. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And, like, great time. And, man, it was just so cool to, like, have context for why everyone says he's the man and have context for every time I've copied his build off of pro builds. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the score esports stuff is also really cool because it's, like – maybe some of the most objective stuff that you can get because like you know tl does a fucking docuseries tsm does one and 100 thieves does one and that's cool if you want the information they want to tell you right but you're not always getting like the story right and it was really cool little flex watching the 100 thieves score esports thing because they were featuring it like right after courage got signed and i think it was right after courage did the ariana video so it was cool to see like a bunch of like my shit that i did from like in the video yeah that's cool um that's kind of my the most documentary stuff i do recently but i do really like docuseries stuff yeah i feel like there was another one that i watched docuseries same thing to me just yeah. movie or show and like you know tiger king great one tiger king yeah uh, i feel like i but watched that was so much more like that was like more like entertainment right you know right but i guess i guess it is still a docuseries i guess i really like like uh like i should watch the cecil hotel thing because i really like all those this is not original oh. topic but all those like murder mystery do you know things. about that one no okay i mean you, you said you said it. it was scary it's spooky yeah they and yeah you should watch it to know okay. what's going on. But okay. it's it's a little interesting the way they decided to do it. Okay. That's all. Um, yeah, that one. Fuck. I was, oh, there there was another one about the, you know, I forget what it's called, but there was this other religious culty one where this guy, like, came to America, like, set up shop in, like, the desert and, like... <laughs> Part of their thing was like having orgies. That was like part of their shit. And so the government was like pissed because they were like monogamy. And and this guy was like, we're actually just loving everyone. Mm. It was it was a little weird. And that is like part of the issue with like Netflix documentaries, which sucks because like some can be great. Yeah. But sometimes like with with Tiger King, it is a little sensational and like entertainment. -y. Yeah. And that's why I think like the Woodstock one. Like, Tiger Thing felt so much more like reality TV in a way. And here's the thing. That guy was basically making his life reality TV. So it, yeah. it is hard to stray from that, but I totally get what you're saying. Um, and, and you know, I'm not – I don't know that HBO is much better than Netflix, but some with some of the things I've watched on Netflix, I just think Netflix knows exactly what people want, and so they make it that way Yeah. or buy the stuff that is made that way. Yeah. Whereas there might be some better options. Like, here's what I'll say. When I got to the end of The Way Down, just the three episodes, yep. I didn't feel like I was sort of tricked into watching something. Mm. Whereas some of the Netflix things, it gets to the end of it and I'm like, eh. Like, what's the one, Criminal Mastermind or something? It's like the pizza, the guy, the pizza delivery guy is doing a robbery with the lady. Yeah. I haven't watched that, but I yeah, remember you got I to the end it. and you were like, 
They made it weird. They told the story weird. And so sometimes you get to the end of a Netflix one and you're feeling like, did I, did I miss the point? Yeah. What's the deal here? And, you know, still go check it out if you want, if you're into the, into the subject of whatever the documentary is. But I'd be a little weary of those. But the ones that I've watched on HBO have felt a little more like we're telling the story. I just remembered. I just recently watched, I guess it's a documentary. It blurs the lines of like documentary video essay type thing. But IGN did a documentary mini doc on KDA. Mm. And like interviewed like the head of Riot Music and like how KDA came to be. And they also talk about Pentakill and True Damage and like whatever's beyond. That was pretty cool. I really like that stuff, but I don't watch a lot of like long form contents. Yeah. I just fucking, I just melt in Final Fantasy for like hours on end. But I also like, you can sit in your bed. I can't. As soon as I touch my bed, it's like, you're asleep. Yeah. Like, and that's such, that's like a really fucking annoying thing. If I, if I make an effort to watch something, I'll just fall asleep. That's how I, that's why I had to watch Attack on Titan at my fucking computer. computer. Yeah. And even then, there were some times I took a little sneeze. Yeah. Man. That's my fucking curse. Yeah. Um, you didn't, I don't think you liked the tweet I tagged you in earlier this week. I don't remember getting tagged. I tagged you in a tweet. And <sighs> it was exactly what you just said, so I know I was fucking right. <laughs> Let me let me look it up. Yeah, why don't you do that? But yeah, so here, well, Sean's doing that. If you've got any like cool documentaries, oh. docu series oh. recommendations for me, that is me. Send them to me anywhere. Text me, DM me, put them in the Discord and the That Rules channel in the What Are You Watching channel. I don't fucking know, but uh, I'm always trying to I'm always trying to get up on new stuff. If you like, I know a lot of true crime is like kind of the popping thing, but I'm down for whatever. Also, my favorite shit when I was younger was VH1 behind the music. Yeah. So that was just like kind of a foreshadow for me doing this topic. You see that? Yeah. Was I right? Yeah. Mm. That's me. The tweet was being an adult is wanting to play a game at 930 and falling asleep at 945. That is me trying to play like any single player game. But that's why Final Fantasy has been so good. And so when I was tagging you. Yeah. I was really thinking, man, do I got a tweet like this is Sean when he wants to play a single player game in his bed and not Final <laughs> Fantasy. But I was like, he'll yeah. know what I mean. And then you didn't look at it for four days. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. My topic. Let's hear it. It's Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy yeah. It's Final <laughs> Fantasy again. Uh, but I didn't tell you a couple things. Okay. But I'm going to I'm going to rehash some stuff. Okay. So as everybody knows, since like episode 10 yep. of that rules, I've been playing Final Fantasy and I've been playing it on and off. Because I've been playing it largely alone. Played it with Fitz a lot. We played basically through all the first expansion together. And then as soon as we both got to Heaven's Ward, we were like, holy fuck, we played this game for 100 hours. We're done. And also, I think right around that time, Shadowlands for WoW came out. And Jair went super fucking deep on Shadowlands. So I was just kind of alone. And then I randomly one day decided to resub to Final Fantasy and I will never forget this. I resubbed one day before, and then Billy resubbed WoW the day after and was like, yo, subbed WoW. Like, uh, let's play together. And I was like, dude, I just fucking subbed to Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like, I don't want to <clears throat> just waste it. And uh, anyway, so I played it on and off. I didn't really have anyone to play with. And then in the past two weeks or something, I've had this, like, crazy spike of people in my life who are playing the game and, like, want to play with me and want to help me. And I've just been, like, so fucking junked out on it. But you guys knew all that. I have done a couple new things in Final Fantasy. Um, 
couple days ago, I finished Heaven's Ward, which is crazy because it really just felt like, well, I got two things to say. <laughs> it felt like playing a fucking Final Fantasy game. Like, the story is, like, fucking insane. There's, like, crazy characters. But there is the sometimes the line between like final fantasy and MMO gets like two blurred where I would, I had this, I had this struggle today or I've been having this struggle and I kind of realized it today. If I were just playing a dragon quest game or a final fantasy game or tales of arise, for instance, a lot of stuff is not voiced or you might have like, you know, where they say one word or whatever. And I'll read the whole thing cause I want the story. But generally speaking in an MMO, you don't need to do that because a lot of the flavor text is bullshit. But then I was having this is agony. How much of the story am I missing out on? Because sometimes, basically, my general rule of thumb right now, if the cutscene is not voiced, I skip it. Because a lot of the time, they do recapping. Because the way the fucking MMO is made, it takes 100 million hours. And when they were releasing content as it was coming out, you might not have, you might have gone six months without knowing what just happened. But I did a fucking fight where this guy explains everything, he explains his motive for what he did, blah, blah, blah. And then I get back to his own and this person's like, oh, Alphanod, what happened? And then he literally beat for beat recapped the whole thing that just happened. And I was like, why am I reading this? Like, yeah. I was there. So, but I'm kind of torn on that because I'm like, the story's really good. Yeah. And sometimes I have read the text in the non voice cutscenes and they're really good. And I'm like, mm. Fuck, and I just started like a dancer class today and the flavor text for why the dancer class exists is funny. But also, they're just knowing that there is like thousands of hours ahead of me of shit that I need to do, I'm like, I don't have time to read the stuff that is not like 100% imperative for me to know, you know? Hmm. At any rate. Tough, tough decision to make there. I have been adjacent to the world of RPing. And I'm going to retell the story. Nick already knows this, but my introduction to RPing was maybe the craziest thing. And I want to make it very clear, not erotic role playing. I'm not in there cybering like I was in 2006 and have a hotel. Okay. It's different now. I'm just a bystander. I'm walking through this town. This character has really cool fit on. I go, yo, your fits dope. And the character's like, I'm going to K word myself. And I was like, whoa. Like in real life, what's up? And, and they're like, I have spent eight hours dealing with this shit and I'm just, I'm done. And I was like, w done with what? Can you speak to me a little more? And they're like, you can come if you want. And I was like, you can come when I K word myself. Yeah. I was like, okay. And, uh, I get teleported to a private estate. So in Final Fantasy, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, that's kind of cool. In Final Fantasy, you can have houses and you can have an apartment. I get transported to somebody's apartment and I just walk in the house and the person who brought me there is like, Hey, I brought, is it okay if a random person comes? And then nobody says anything. And then the person who brought me there is like, Oh, sorry, you have to leave. And the person whose house it is, is like, I never said that. Please like go sit inside. And I, then I realized I'm in the role play zone. I've been welcomed into a home and I gotta go sit down and I'm sitting down and they're typing in the chat that basically the person who brought me there had sex with the owner of the apartment's wife. And it was a lot of fucking drama at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. 
and it was just the craziest thing I've ever fucking dealt with. I immediately called Jair and I was like, dude, get on right now. I need to show you what I'm fucking dealing with. And we're sitting there for 45 minutes. These people were hashing out. They were fucking, there is drama. There's a girlfriend involved. And I'm sitting there. And now I'm just in the apartment bored. And the apartment is like the coolest apartment I've ever seen in the game. So I'm running around. I'm like checking out how to lay down on the bed. I'm, I didn't know that you could slash doze to lay down. So I have an emote called play dead. And I was slash playing dead. <laughs> Were they seeing this in the it chat? It says like Rivia Wolf plays dead. <laughs> and I was like trying to do it on the couch. And, um, <laughs> and they have a hot tub. And yeah. in the hot tub, there's a window to the room. They were arguing in. Yes. And I went and sat down on the hot tub. And people who are our peers in Final Fantasy are really good at making everything feel so real. Like, in the game is also designed in such a way that, like, whoever you click at, you look at. So, like, they were arguing. I'm sitting on the hot tub. And I have my camera panned because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, so my character is just, like, standing straight ahead at a wall. But I have the camera panned, so I'm looking there. And I see the person in the house look over at me and wave to me. And I was like... Holy fucking shit. People also have it set. How did they know? Did they not know that you were looking or they just did that? I think they knew I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but they just saw me walk and sit down in the hot tub. Yeah. (laughs) And it was ridiculous. So I'm in the goddamn hot tub. They're having crazy smoke. Like, Like this fight goes on for like an hour and a half. The three of them. Yes. And at one point they stopped talking and the owner of the house is talking to me and they're like, oh, I love your glam. If you don't know what that is, glamour is like transmogging. It's your fit. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Thank you. I was trying to dye it. And she was like, oh, what color do you want? And I was like, oh, I want a white. And she just traded me the dye. Okay, cool. I left. I, I dripped myself out, came back. <sighs> Wouldn't you know, the girlfriend had a problem with that. It was like, oh, you, you want my man. Or my woman, I don't know. And I was like, no. And she's like, you want her, you want to date, date her if I left? And I was like, whoa, I'm getting pulled in. I was kind of here for the show. It went on for so long that I forgot there was a whole game. To play. Yeah. Thousands of hours in your words. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And, and I think, I legitimately think that RP is like the end game. Because yeah. once you've run out of glam to get, content to run, and you're just in between patches... What else are you going to do other than get a fucking wife in the video game and start drama? And I wish I could say the drama stopped there. (laughs) But I'm in there looking at the apartment. Apartment's so fucking sick. I've been pondering getting an apartment myself because I'm just – I just want it. I want to do all the endgame stuff now. Like I want the near raid glam now. (laughs) I want Mm -hmm. the fucking fit. So I get an apartment. And – I, there are like tricks t- that you can do with the apartments that I didn't quite know. And Rio, the owner of the apartment that I went to, added me and she was like, hit me up here if you ever have any questions. So I'm like, hey, can you ha- teach me? It's basically that you can put a bed in the game and and if you like lay two beds on top of each other, the way the bed is made, if you put one bed down, you cannot cuddle on the bed with another character. You have to put two beds and like overlap them slightly in like some janky ass way and you can accomplish them. So I was like, hey, I don't understand how to do this bed thing. Can you come teach me? She comes over and teaches me. I'm like dealing with – there's like a stage thing, all this crazy shit. Her girlfriend shows up because she – could on a friends list, you can see if somebody's in a private chamber. She comes in, starts talking all crazy. She's this like, is the one that already accused you. Yes. And this is the one that didn't bring you to the house. Yes. Got it. So there's all this fucking drama. Then it doesn't stop there. 
I went to a club with Rio and the club thing. I know I've been talking about this for a couple of days. It was so fucking sick. Basically people buy houses in the game Mm -hmm. and houses are like private estates and you can do whatever you want with them. Mm -hmm. You can make it a house or you can make it a venue. And this person made a fucking club in their house. And the way the club works is you. So Rio invited me to the club. She's like, Hey, there's a club at, at, at X time. If you want to come. And I was like, I do. Sure. I actually didn't want to because I don't want the smoke with her girlfriend. Which, by the way, her girlfriend yeah. cheated on Rio. So I found out. Uh-oh. Not girlfriend different from the wife. The wife. So there's a couple characters here. Okay. There, give me Rio. Rio's the, our rock. Rio's the owner of the apartment. Okay. Isa is who brought me there. Okay. She fucked Rio's wife. Okay. Yaya is Rio's girlfriend. Rio's wife is out of the picture because Rio caught Isa fucking her wife. So I thought that Yaya was the wife, but she was Rio's new girlfriend who just happened to be there trying to mediate the conversation between Isa and Rio. And then now I'm in there and Yaya's just got to smoke with me because she thinks I'm trying to fuck with, with Rio. Anyway, Rio invited me to the club. Okay. And the way the club works. Oh my God. Dude. <laughs> Dude, and I'm not even done. So the way the club works is you go to the club Mm -hmm. and then you tune into a Twitch stream where there's a guy who's got a camera in the club and he's streaming the club experience and also like a camera on him, like like a human DJing. Um, But it's basically just like the camera is like zoomed out and like all the tags are off. So it just looks like you can just tune into the, the stream and watch the club. Got it. And he was playing like actually good music and you like type emotes and you're like dancing and there was a contest for glamour because it was like a Halloween party. It was like fucking intricate and sick. How many people were there? Rough estimate. Like 40 or something. Okay. Like 40, 15. Um, it was just so cool. Like think about think about the fact that this is a Final Fantasy game mm-hmm. where there's a whole storyline. But I just hung out on a Lots club. Lots of storylines. I just hung out on a club for two hours listening to music, typing, like talking to people. People were doing emotes. It was like... It it really felt like a like a for real like experience. Jair did the funniest fucking thing. He comes to the club and he goes, Oh dude, you gotta see this emote. I spent five hundred K on it. And it's an emote where you just lean against the wall. <laughs> That's like that is the most Jair shit of all time. How dude. much is five hundred K in American dollars? There isn't a conversion, but it's a lot. Like like I up until people started giving me a ton of money, I had four hundred K. Like, and That's I played lot. through like the whole game. It just leans up against the wall. It was, it cracked me up. But anyway, Rio invites me to the club. I'm like, yo, where's Yaya? And she's like, oh, she blew me off, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. So Rio and Yaya break up because Yaya was crazy to me in my house. I called Rio over to do the house with me. And then Yaya shows up. She starts talking all crazy. And Rio's like, I'm breaking up with her. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so now there's like crazy drama. I logged on today. Rio messaged me right away. And she was like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Isa. Dude. And, and the wife. And I don't want to date this girl. I'm not. I'm okay. You're, you have to. I'm going to keep real with you. I have not role played yet. because I don't. Time. I don't really want to right now. You don't decide when you role it's play. It's a full-time job. They have shit, decided. Bro. No, no. But let it, me tell when you. the time comes. I don't want to date it's Rio. It's time for you to come. I don't want to date Rio. Unless I want to date somebody who's got a lot of fucking gill. Okay? I'm going to be a gill digger. I still have an issue with, with your gill predicament. But go on. At any rate. Completely separately to all this <laughs> shit. 
I'm just in a town. Yeah. And somebody just walks up to me and is like, do you want to attend a wedding? And I was like, yes. So, and they're like, I have five invites. So me and a couple, me, Jair, this dude, Sam, was it just us three? I thought like one more person went. Um, we attended a wedding in Final Fantasy. You should look up a YouTube video of what this looks like. It's fucking psychotic. There is a chapel, a fucking for real chapel that you fly to in the game and you have to have a ceremony invite. You hand it to the person. You get let into a lobby and then like a cutscene plays and then you're in a chapel. Like in the chapel, you like go sit down. There is a fucking ceremony that occurs People say their vows. There's a crazy cutscene where, like, they get rings. How are the cutscenes working? It's built into the game? Yeah. And, and people can just decide to get married? Like, you have to pay to do it. Oh. Well, there's a free version. There's a free marriage, a $20, a $10 marriage, and a $20 marriage. Wow. And it basically determines what prizes you get for marrying. If mm. you marry, you both get a ring that allows you instant teleportation to your partner. Oh. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. And you also get a two-person mount. Nice. Which is pretty cool. And uh, the $10 versus the $20, you get guest favors. So I got a, I got two minions, two pets for attending the wedding. Wow. It was crazy. But it was like, and dude, there are, there are wedding photographers in the game, like people who are really good at G-posing, which is the photographing thing. Like, it's so, fu- I did so much shit this weekend in the game that was not playing the game. Mm-hmm. It's like, that- and, and now I'm like, on the fucking stuff, dude. Because it's like, I'm off to the races. Billy and I went to a wedding in uh, VR chat. <laughs> okay. It was different than what you're talking about. It sounds it different. It was 30 people on a stage. Screaming. Yeah, yeah. Like a bunch of Sonics, a couple Gokus, <laughs> definitely a Shrek. Yeah. And a guy whose character model took up half the room. That's All funny. like competing to get married and then two of them got married and the microphone was like someone who was a microphone that's funny was the officiator or whatever that's funny that's crazy though it's like all like everything about that game seems so like involved and dude, like deep you know what i mean dude every every fucking part of it is and it's like three games well so here's another this thing what i, I said dude. it's like like you have the mmo yeah you have the storylines the expansions yeah and then whatever you make of it yeah. Which that's a million games right there. Yeah. But here's something that I, I've been thinking about because you and I looked up recently the time to beat the expansions. Mm-hmm. And even though it's all in the same game, those are kind of like their own game, right? Like you're you just finished Heaven's Word. Yeah. You're gonna do Stormblood. Yeah. You did sixty hours, more than sixty hours of Heaven's Word? Way more, yeah. And you're going to do that amount again, but they're very different. Well, so basically there is like one story. So basically what was coming out next month is Endwalker. Yeah. And that is the end of like this arc. Okay. But, but like each, it's kind of like, you know, the star Wars one, two and three. Yeah. Kind of. Like yeah. these, the, the expansions feel like just, just based on the amount of time that it takes, yeah. feel like their own Final Fantasy games. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. And what's even crazier is so much in Final Fantasy 14 is references to other games. Yeah. But so much of it 
is not mm. like the cat girl race is just from Final Fantasy 14. Mm. So much so that the cat girls make an appearance in Final Fantasy 15. Wow. You know, it comes out tomorrow. The Dragon Quest event. In Final Fantasy. Yep. Wow. I get the slime hat. Nice. Dude, this is the last thing I'll say about Final Fantasy and then we can end the show. I started making my house mm-hmm. and or my apartment. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> With the release of Endwalker next month. Yep. They are doing a new residential district in Ishgard, which is like the snowy castle city. Right now there are there's a zone in Gridania, which kind of looks like the fucking Shire. It's like very Hobbit-esque or Ghibli-esque, depending on who you ask. There's a place in Ulda, which is kind of like a it's kind of like a stone city. There's a place in the Mist, which is like beachfront shit. And there is a place in Shirogane, which is like basically Japan. Now they're opening one more zone in Ishgard, which is really sick because Right now, you basically can't get a house if you don't already have a house. And a lot of houses get bought up by free companies, which are guilds, because it's way easier for everybody to pool their money together to be able to buy a really sick house. I was going to people's free company houses that are set up like themes because the way free company houses work is you get a room in the house, which is basically an apartment, but there is like communal areas in the free company house. This person had their free company house set up like a bakery. You went in and there was like a bakery. There was like a little place to sit down. There was like little macaroons. There was a clothing area. You go up top. There was a lounge and you can have a yard and shit. So Jair and I are trying to buy a house for the free company next month. Mm. It is really – normally it's really hard. They There were – the system as it stands right now – you have to be online when the, as soon as the servers come up and then like sprint to the plot of land that you want and then right click and hope that you fucking get it. Next month, it moves to a lottery system where you can just apply and hopefully you get it. And Ishgard will be the easiest place to get it hopefully because there's going to be – I think there's like 60 plots per ward and there are like 30 wards. Oh. So we have a shot at getting it. How many players though? A lot. And we're, we're on a pretty congested server. Um, it's going to be fucking hard, but I really want it because it's like the only fucking way we can get a house. Yeah. But anyway, I made my house and I – this game, you mean you have to have a lot of fucking money to do it, but – it is like Animal Crossing on drugs, dude, because you do the fucking wallpapers. You're doing the floor tiling. You're doing the chandelier, everything on the wall. And I have gone even crazier. You buy – you can buy a uh, – basically like a like a vinyl set effectively of just the thing that plays the music in your apartment. So you can like really like set the vibe when somebody goes in your house. And I basically have curated lo-fi beats to chill to in Final Fantasy. Nice. And – not to on blast Jair. Jair's house could not be more different from mine. Up until last night, I made him change the wallpaper in his house because he had he had basically looked like little kids wallpaper on the wall. It was like the, all these moogles. It was like green with like moogles on the wall, like music notes. And it was just like total fucking chaos. And so he's got chaos Maybe on the he walls. Likes it. He didn't because he changed it. He had chaos on the walls. Because you bullied him. He had chaos on the walls and his music. He has all of like the hard ass like fight songs. 
And like, it's cool. But when you go to his house, it is like anxiety simulator. <laughs> it's like crazy wallpaper, crazy music. And last night, I mean, I'm hanging in his room and I was like, Jair, you got to fucking change the wallpaper, man. He's like, what do I make it? And I was like, I don't know. I'll give you the money though. Like we got to fix it. And he didn't. It looks, it looks amazing now. Uh, you did amazing, sweaty. Well, that's um, good. But last night, okay, this is actually my closing thought. I I cannot explain to you how little of the actual it's called MSQ I've played because of shit like this. I What's go MSQ? it's main scenario quest. It's like uh, the main storyline. I go home to my fucking apartment. I'm trying to chill. I'm looking around. I like to end the day in my apartment. I'm looking at everything. I hear a sound and it sounds like somebody like there are like buffs that you can hit and it sounds like a buff is being hit. And I'm like, oh, I must have a stream up. So I alt tab out. And as soon as I all tab, the sound goes away. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I'm looking around. I walk towards my bathroom. The door slides open. Jair's in my bathroom making cookies, which is like a, a, a thing that his, that his class does. And I was like, dude, you scared me the shit out of me in real life. Get out of my fucking bathroom, dude. And he's like laughing. Why was he in there? Maybe because his place is stressful to be in. <laughs> Maybe because I got the vibes right in my apartment. And he's going crazy. Locked in, his. in the bathroom, and so, and so then he's like outside and he's like, he's like making biscuits. And then, and then he goes into the, he goes into my kitchen yeah. and I'm like, yeah, do it in there. That's where you make, that's where you make biscuits. And he goes, you can make biscuits in the bathroom dude. smile. It was just such fucking chaos. Dude. I'm like hanging in my apartment. Jair just shows up open door policy. Like all, like do all the time. I, anytime I'm designing my house, all of a sudden Jair just walks up and he's like fucking emails at me. That's cool. That's why you play the game. Yeah, that's yes, that's why I play the game. Well, <laughs> well, everybody, that was episode 57 of That Rules. If you like what we're doing here, if you want to hear about Final Fantasy every other week, you can go to twitch.tv slash THQ boys and give us your Twitch Prime. If you don't give it to us, Jeff Bezos gets richer, we get poorer. That's exactly how that works. True. You can also go to espionagevr.com and use code HQ15 to get yourself 15% off your order. Not free shipping, though. You still got to pay for that. But you can get a shirt like Nick's. You can get a shirt like mine. You can get some leftovers of Metal Gear Solid, maybe. And as always, thanks to Elgato for giving us the gear we need to make great stuff for you. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>